Hi guys, how are you all today? So today we have a show to consolidate Black History Month and I am your host, Agnes Ologwe and today's show is called Myth, Truth and Legend and I'm here with Cassandra. Hello everybody, my name is Cassandra Cheyune. Like Agnes said, we've got an amazing show in store for you. Myths, truths and legends. We're going to be looking at some of the prominent figures in Black History Month and just kind of debating what our thoughts are on the month as a whole. So we are part of the SOAS ACS and we are doing a lot of, you know, events. So watch out on our website and our Facebook and emails on upcoming events as well. Now, the big question is, what is Black History Month? I actually Googled it. (laughs) You know, Google is the one place to go. Yeah, for sure. So it's known as the African American History Month in America. It's an annual observance in the USA, Canada and UK for remembrance of important people and events in the history of African civil rights movement, African-American civil rights movement. Okay, all right. So the big question now I ask again is, what is Black History Month? So what is Black History Month to me? Yes, to you. Um, Growing up, Black History Month was like this big thing that we used to put on in school. We used to come in, talk about people like Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and then, you know after October it was just like turned down like nothing was talked about I don't know I, I, I'm kind of torn Black History Month for me is it's a great time for us to kind of like have a voice have our history heard but mm-hmm. also the question I, I've got to ask is what happens after October mm-hmm. so you're saying that Black History Month shouldn't just be stuck in October it should be celebrated more often definitely or- I kind of envision a time when there's no such thing as black history. There's just history and history is inclusive of all races, mm-hmm. all people. But like people say, history is written by the successors. So I don't know if it's possible, but it's something we can aim for. It's going to be difficult to incorporate incorporate it to everyday life. But if you look at it in our society, black history is known because we've given a month just to celebrate it, to educate people around us of the struggle and the key figures that suffered and you know worked hard for the recognition of the black people i do understand in a way that you just don't want to be you just don't want it to be celebrated in just october but more of an everyday sort of a thing or if anything should be incorporated in our education system probably education system daily life these people should become prominent figures in society Mm. and i'm not just talking about the martin luther kings of our day yeah okay i'm talking about like the people we've never even heard of before even myself i need a i need a whole lot of education that's true but I don't know, what's Black History Month to you? What's it been like for you? For me, in general, I think this year I was more in touch with Black History Month, um, mm-hmm. probably because I did more, you know, of a look around. I went to different events that mm-hmm. have been hosted in SOAS and even outside SOAS. So I learned a lot about other people other than Martin Luther King and Malcolm X because I still feel like these two people are actually hugely celebrated. But someone like um, Claudette um, Colvin, for example, I just found her about her like two days ago let me give you guys some history Mm -hmm. so claudette colvin was the first person who ever who ever resisted segregation on the bus she was arrested for this in 1955 however the naacp leaders worried that because of the fact that she was you know a young teenager she had a baby outside of marriage they didn't Mm -hmm. think that she would be the type of figure that they could use to push forward the um the black civil rights movement in this respect. And so Claudette Colvin is a name that a lot of people don't know. And I feel like all of these people, unheard of names, like unheard yeah. of voices who have done a lot for the movement, but because there's a few people who are pushed so hard by the system, mm. we don't know 
yeah. about the others. I think the the system celebrated people who were, you know, invested in. So like someone mm. like Martin Luther King, NAACP itself as an organization, there was a lot of, you know, people who were fighting for them, who were like helping them, working for them. So that's why they are known today. But someone like her, for example, because they didn't want to, you know, put her at the forefront of change. That's one of the things I felt a bit, you know, off-putting in one way at that. Why would you just, you know, not recognise her own resistance, but recognise Rosa Parks' resistance? Do you understand what I mean? I, so, I get what you mean. Mm. I think it's it's a, it's kind of a political issue. Mm. You kind of realise that um, these figures, as influential and as wonderful as they were, mm. there's a lot of people who did the work before them. them. True. And there's a lot of people who paved the way before them to allow them to do what they did. Yes. And I think... In this, we need to also recognise them too, the mm. unheard voices. Yeah. There's one person that actually stood out to me as well was this man called Oladua Equiano. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing <laughs> his name properly, <laughs> but he's from the Igbo tribe of Nigeria, repping Nigeria all day. And he was like the first slaves to get his freedom. He bought mm-hmm. his freedom. So, you know, all these little, little things before 1960s are important because they paved the way to exactly. what the struggle is all about. It literally shaped what the struggle is all about. Freedom to do certain things that a white man could do, but you couldn't exercise freely. So him, it's him. He's, he's such an important figure for me because it showed what hard work can do and what persistent can do. If you're persistent in your dream to be free, to equally exercise certain rights and liberties as another man can equally, um, as another man can freely do. That's that's what I think is important for me. So I feel like we should always go back and further and we should not just look at the 60s and Yeah, 50s, not even the civil rights, rights movement, movement, even further back. back. Further back to slavery itself and look at... Even further back. Back, true. To Africa itself, <laughs> yeah, itself where there was great leaders at, and yeah. kings, yeah. Yeah, great kings and queens about that. So who are those great kings and queens? All right, before I talk about these great kings and queens as we kind of consolidate the whole civil rights subject, there was a man who really stood out to me. His name was Frederick Douglass and Mm. um, he was a key figure in the abolitionist movement and he wrote propaganda against Jim Crow segregations and against these rules Mm. that put black people kind of below Mm. other races. And Mm. so he said, those who profess to favour freedom and yet depreciate agitation are people who want crops without plowing the ground. Mm. They want rain without thunder and lightning. They want the ocean without the roar of its many waters. The struggle may be a moral one, or it may be a physical one, or it may be both, but it must be a struggle. Power concedes nothing without a demand. It never did, and it never will. And so I think that this is really... just clap. We should take a moment of silence. Let's bow down. The word struggle is... Exactly. This year has been a really important word for me in terms of concerning the civil rights movement as a whole and concerning, you know, Black History Month. Black History Month is to celebrate struggle because that's what we did. We struggled to get our freedom. We had actually had to fight we didn't have to struggle by law we had to struggle by protesting um sittings all those kind of things it actually risks certain people's life and people did die for us Mm -hmm. so the struggle is actually real guys it's real (laughs) so we should celebrate these people those who are overly celebrated and those who are not that much celebrated as well it gets my mind thinking because it it reminds me of the fact that it's going to be a struggle to get black history recognized Mm -hmm. but that struggle is something that we should be appreciative of because when it does become recognized we can say to our great great grandchildren you know i remember the days Mm. we didn't even know about these people Mm. and so one of the figures um is Haile Selassie, I think. He was an Ethiopian. He was the army commander of the Ethiopian Empire. And he worked against, you know, the invasion of the Italian Empire and, and 
to try and keep Ethiopia free mm. and from colonization and to kind of bring it into the modern world. Mm. And I think not even these big figures and names, sometimes it's people who don't have names and we never will know their Good names. Age. We have to look at the women who have held families together in Africa. We have to look at the men who have also held their families together. We have to look at the political leaders that we will never even know about from years ago. Respect, guys, respect. So we'll just take a music break and we hope you enjoy the music that's been played and we'll come back. Southern trees bear strange fruit blood on the leaves and blood at the root black bodies swinging in the southern breeze strange fruit hanging from the poplar trees pastoral scene of the gallant south Bulging eyes and the twisted mouth, scent of magnolia, sweet and fresh. Then the sudden smell of burning. Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck, for the rain together, for the wind to suck, for the sun to rock, for the trees. Here is a strange and bitter cry. Hello, guys, and welcome back. Hello guys and welcome back to the show. So that was an interesting, interesting voice. And Cassandra, who was that? That was Billie Holiday. Guys, look for her. She's just amazing. Her voice is beautiful. If you beautiful. don't know about Billie Holiday, you don't know about jazz. You, you are missing out. Mm-hmm. Just to consolidate now, overall, what does Black History Month mean to you, Cassandra? I've gotten out the fact that I don't know as much as I used to think I did. Mm-hmm. And so that means I've got a lot to do. I've got a lot of educating of myself. Yes. And the fact that the radio show today, we have to do so much research and we're like, who are these figures? Who don't we know? We can do so much more. Black History Month is more than October. After October is finished, we have to pioneer for mm. knowledge. Mm. We have to look for ways forward, ways in which we can you know, better ourselves. What about you? For me, I think it's a month of, you know, education for me, learning new stuff, 
learning new figures as well. And also just a month just to reflect, have we moved so far? Or is there more to the chase, as I call it? Is there more that we can do? And I feel like there is more. I think Black History Month sheds lights to certain situations that concerning the black race and ethnic minorities as a whole. So, so what yeah. more do you think we can do? What's the, I don't know, practical ways forward? I think for us, we need to educate our society more and mm-hmm. we need to overcome the barriers the gap between certain races especially in our society is still huge as well especially now it's no longer a race war it's more of a class war as well so now the gap between a working class and middle class um, family is huge so literally black history must shed lights on not only racial issues as well but you know social issues as a whole there's so much more work to be done in our society and just to make sure that everyone is on an equal playing field or know yeah mm-hmm. so i think it's been a quite a good first half yes it We've has been invigorating and some intellectual discussion i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it so, was not too deep but it was deep enough <laughs> i'm i'm really looking forward to to hearing your comments yes and seeing what we've got to say please be kind on us guys this is our first show mm-hmm. so we're gonna pay you play you an amazing song by a guy i am so in love with his name is Bob Marley and this song is called Jamming and when we come back it's going to be Myths and Legends part two music entertainment and all of that jazz Satisfied to love, I know. 
Welcome back to Myths, Truths and Legends Part 2. This is the music section, guys. This is the bit where we was waiting to turn up. This is the bit that we're turn. so excited for. Mm -hmm. Now, the first person we're going to play is a legendary man, a legend of legends. And it would be a crime if I took the honour of introducing him. So I'm going to give it over to Agnes because she loves this guy. First of all, it is Fela Kuti. And he's a pioneer. He's like iconic figure in Afrobeats. He mixed Afro music style with um, jazz. So I believe that, you know, it's a really good person to start off with. Yeah, he's iconic in Afrobeat world. So yeah, do listen to his music, guys. And I hope you enjoyed this track. What I know gets no enemy. to see why we are in love with fella over here so if you don't know him you should know him now and get you should to know be in love mm -hmm. but like we said before he was largely influenced by jazz as you can hear in the music and one of my favorite jazz icons and vocalists is ella fitzgerald and so i obviously had to bring her in with the yeah. amazing louis armstrong louis armstrong we've just got legends here mm -hmm. today so if you don't know about these people you really need to get to know this song is called dream a little dream of me seem to whisper I love you birds singing in the sycamore tree 
Dream a little dream of me Say nighty night and kiss me Just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me While I'm alone and blue as can be Dream a little dream of me Stars fading but I linger on dear Oh how you linger Still craving your kiss How you crave my kiss Now I'm longing to linger till dawn, dear Just sing this Give me a little kiss Sweet dreams Till sunbeams find you Sweet dreams that leave all worries behind you but in your dreams whatever they be dream a little dream of me but 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 I linger on dear still craving your kiss Yeah, I'm longing to linger till dawn, dear. Just saying this. Sweet dreams, dreaming. Till something's fine, you keep dreaming. Gotta keep dreaming. And the next song that we have coming up is by a group, an American hip-hop group. We can't have yes. a radio show and not put some hip-hop on yes. it. And so these guys are called Public Enemy. Let me just tell you a little bit about them. They were formed in 1982 and are known for their politically charged lyrics. This is not just hip-hop without meaning. Mm-hmm. This is hip-hop with criticism. This is intellectual hip-hop. Yes. The Chuck D, the Flavor Flav. These are the guys. Okay. Fight the power. Public Fight. enemy. Trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight.
welcome guys i hope you enjoyed you enjoyed that joint <laughs> and that was a really dope song so we are closing the show and we have one more song just one more song in store for you and cassandra is going to introduce this one now if you know me this is maze of all amazings this is lauren hill guys yes guys and um She's going to be doing a little cover of Bob Marley's Turn Your Lights Down Low. And so we just thought to give you a smooth, smooth song as we head out. Mm-hmm. And we hope you enjoyed it. Send us some comments. Yes, be kind. And just vibe. My boss, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn your lights down low.
love, take my hand and love, God bless. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I want to give you some good. 